You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now, I'm joined by Moana Matiapoto. Atamarie. Atamarie on this brisk New Zealand day yes. in this wonderful part of the part of the year. Hari uh, Matariki, too. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah, I think I think it's really lovely. I mean, I have a birthday uh, on the 22nd of June, and I've always thought it was very gloomy, stink time of the year to have a birthday. And now I kind of feel like, whoa, this is cool. I could reset, yeah. reflect, and um, the whole country's doing it as well. Yes, yeah, amazing. Mine's on the mm. 4th of July. The there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's the same for me. And it is a, like, and the older you get, the more you reflect. Uh, <laughs> and and um and actually, I was thinking this time that um given that I have been to seven tangi in nine weeks, um every birthday is a blessing. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Speaking of blessings, you've got a new song out uh, from uh, your project Ono. Uh, the song is called Maera. Um, and we've talked about Ono before, um, but I've got you back and there's a new track. So let, let's talk about it again just to, to bring people back up to speed uh, with the whole project because it is so wonderful and I think it's really important not just for people in Aotearoa New Zealand but for uh, other indigenous peoples of the world. Uh, colonized people of the world, uh, colonized languages of the world. Um, so tell us about the project. Um, Ono is my sixth um, studio album, and it's, it's as my mother, raised in Invercargill, would say, slow as a wet week. Um, it's taking me ages to put it together. There are six tracks on it, and each track, the lyrics are written by Scotty Morrison, the music's done by um, Patty Free and myself, and we invite a guest vocalist from an indigenous nation that's been colonised and had their um, language marginalised. So it's a celebration of language as well. So we've released ones from uh, with Māori Boyne, who's Sami, Inka Mabing, who is uh, Tayal from Taiwan, um, Yani Lawson, who's Métis Cree from Canada, Shelley Morris, who is Yanyua from Australia, and this um, next one is from <clears throat> uh, Megan Henderson, yeah. who sings in Gaelic, which is the indigenous language of Scotland. Yes, the thing is, there's, there's a few different languages of Scotland, which I didn't know. I knew there was a, a, a Gaelic uh, a language, there was one, but I didn't realize it was many. And, and, and this one is uh, in beautiful Gaelic, and, and it is beautiful. Mm. Yeah, she sounds like a, a bird. She really has got this bell-like voice. She's she's also a, a trained violinist, um, so she's a very talented musician about to, I think she just released her solo album. She's in a band called Greybuck. They've won lots of folk music awards. But um, it was interesting collaboration because the song is essentially about, it's an incantation that's, that's, that's there to help people centre themselves when they are feeling stressed out or mentally challenged. So it's it's a song to soothe and calm. Um, so she she wrote her lyrics in her language. She's proficient in that. And um, and Scotty wrote her, you know our lyrics in Māori. 
and there's no kind of real literal translation for the Māori ones, but they are all about drawing on um, traditional kind of healing practices in terms of atua and um, you know, and I think I think it comes. I don't think you really necessarily need to understand language or have a literal translation. You can just kind of feel it. You can. the The, the track really invokes a kind of scenescape. Um, mm. it, it really does. Like I, I was listening to it, and, and and the work that you and Patty have done. Um, you know, I mean, I could be in, you know, a Scottish lock, or I could be the um, Misty Uruwera, you know? Yeah, yeah, and she, yeah, and we had um, a, a friend of hers film um, Megan in um, outside Glasgow, I think, and I was filmed um, on the North Shore. My daughter and my daughter is in it as well because I'm, yeah. if you can't, your kids, what the heck, <laughs> um, and. You know the, the 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 difference in the in the bush landscape is really marked. Like I thought it was quietly, I thought her, her forest looked a little bit scary. Um, <laughs> our one was kind of really lush and green and tropical and rainforesty, and this was kind of like quite stark. These trees and I mean it was probably blooming winter over there when yeah. they did it. Um, but yeah, different foliage. And um, so, you know, she's just like this gorgeous blonde beacon among the trees with this clear voice. I sort of thought it was like, you know, I remember that that, that um, myth when I was a kid, Little Red Riding Hood. It kind of reminded me of that, this, these trees and this lovely, you know, woman in the middle of them. So, yeah, yeah it is, it, it, there's a serenity about it. Well, it's probably quite paganist. And Probably. kind of think of pagan when you think of like a Gaelic language. Mm. Well, I suppose I think a lot, some New Zealanders will think that during Matariki, as far as Māori things are concerned, eh? they'll be having a little meltdown. Hope they all go to <sighs> Don't take all the... Isn't it lovely, though, that everyone is um, getting into the spirit? I just think it's just so special, especially in the middle of the year when it's cold and depressing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Like, everyone is getting into the spirit. Like, we've got so many great community events down here in Aotearoa going on. Um, Yeah. And everybody's getting behind it, Um, you know, from council. uh, There's a lot of strong work from local Ruranga. Um, yeah, yeah, things are happening, and it's it's incredible, and it's about and, and things have happened in in years previously, but now because it's you know been raised up uh, to to yeah. heights that it is now, it's really happening, and you know, and hopefully in a few years' time, you won't even think about everything else around it. It's just like oh, Matariki yeah. coming up. Yeah, I I well, I never grew up with Matariki. We probably would have had a good <clears throat> view of it from Invercargill. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I never. I never grew up with it. I didn't hear my, my father and his brothers speak about it. Uh, and for my generation, um, uh, there's a lot of people who have never heard of it. But um, And I started getting hearing about it when people were, when like the Auckland Council was hosting Matariki concerts. And I thought, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. I'll be into that. Then I ran a few events myself mm. um, in Muriwai Beach where I live. I, I hosted... Um, Sir Heck Busby, who who helped revive celestial navigation in Polynesia. I hosted Hotudo Kerr, 
who is um, a captain of a um, voyaging waka. And so they talked a little bit about um, Matariki. But, you know, I mean, Heck was a little bit kind of vague on it too. He said at a particular time of the year, people would go and gather seaweed. Um, but, you know, it's amazing how much had been colonised and brainwashed out of out of us. And that now it's um, through the efforts of, of a lot of people, it's, it's coming back and it's given New Zealand its own unique kind of an event to celebrate and commemorate. And, you know, who knows? It might be the start of something. I really hope so. The amazing thing about this song, I think, in this time is Megan's lyrics really speak to what's happening. Let the daylight come, you know, we've, because it is, it's, it's solstice, so the, the light is getting longer. Um, yeah. Grieve for yeah. the lost souls, you know, Matariki is a time yeah. of reflection and thinking of, of our elders and our past, you know, believe in the young as they grow, plant seeds, you know, new seasons. So a lot of her words really uh, accidentally are tying in with what's happening right now. Yeah, I think that that's what's really special. And, you know, I remember interviewing someone years ago and they said, you know, everyone is indigenous to somewhere, right? So um, we we forget, and I've learned that a lot in my music and in my travels, um, that all cultures have this kind of a, um, uh, a rich tapestry, a backdrop, um, and and a lot for a lot um, that have been westernised, um, you lose it. But you know when we went to Russia, when we go to Germany, um, it, it, a lot of our music connected with people that were like, oh, that reminds me, we used to do that, or I recognise this or this value. You know, it's just that the whole world's been kind of. Um, transformed through, you know, various economic and political kind of strategies, and we, and we kind of forget that. Mm. But we we do share things in common, um, and you know, every every culture used to have a special relationship with the ocean, whether you're yeah. Greek or Celtic or Maori or whatever, and we had names for the god of the ocean, all different names. And, and and it was just a reminder that we're all connected as part of um, nature, that we weren't, you know, and then things change and next minute we think we're on top of it and, then, and everything starts to go belly up. So, you know, songs like this um, are just part of an um, understanding that we all thought a particular way and, and, God, we need that thinking back now more than ever, don't we? Yeah, and we do. We really, really do. Um, better talk about Scotty. Uh, oh, like, <laughs> flash. Yeah, yeah, well, we love Scotty. Like, he's one of the greats. He's he is. Greats. Yeah, he really is. And like you yeah. said, he, he's penned um, all of the songs, uh, well, yeah. all, of, all of the um, Te Reo Māori parts of the songs anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think last time we talked, we talked a lot about the fact that Scotty is kind of unknown in that realm, you know, we see him on on the TV, and he's a great reporter, and he's, um, you know, a great front man for for news and current affairs, and and a lot of other things. Uh, as is his lovely wife, um, but yeah, he's got all these hidden talents. You're bringing them out, and I like that. Well, he, you know, he's been Scotty was in my first band, the War Hunters, right. like about a, a million years ago. I can't remember how he got pulled in. I think my brother-in-law at the time pulled him in. Um, so I had six hacker guys, and um, but he was always 
Well, no. When when I remember his story, like he d- didn't wasn't raised speaking the language, and he was as confused as the rest of us when we started learning. And so his has been a long journey, and now he's considered to be, you know, one of the tohunga tāreo. But he, um, what I like about him is that he 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 writes in a very metaphorical way so it's not literal so he's translated one of my songs um earlier songs which we will release um later on in the year tiki tani is is doing a remake of it and we've got some other artists coming in and and scotty translates it using metaphors so he really digs deep into the thinking because it's it's easier to translate it word by word but it's not as beautiful um for my ear he um you know, oh my God! I mean, his his language is so um, complex and all that. I thought, God, I'm so going to bugger this up if I give it a shot. I said, Come on, Scotty, you come and you come and do this. And then, you know, you wrote the words. You come and do the karaoke. You're the karaoke man. Mm. Uh, and so he would start, and I said, No, no, I want you to. This is a calming one. I want you to kind of like like you're whispering in someone's ear. So he's oh man. So we had lots of fun doing that. But he wouldn't, he he reckons he's retired from being in videos, so I couldn't drag him out for (laughs) it. Oh, Scotty. Um, Right, and Patty, I I was talking to (coughs) Michael from Pitch Black. He's he's back in Aotearoa. Uh, and they're yeah. back doing, you know, they just released some new stuff, which is amazing. Yeah. And of course, he is your offsider in the writing of uh, the music for this record. And the two of you, as I said before, have created on this track, you know, a transportation vehicle, I think, um, that really ties in with with the lyrics or the flow of the lyrics. Um, so putting this one together, what was kind of the idea behind this, this sound? For each um, each track on the album's kind of got its own wairua. I mean, they're each inspired by karakia and a peaceful, you know, one about peace. Obviously, it's not going to be as slamming as other tracks. Um, <laughs> and you know, he um, um, Paddy is a as an artist. He he just kind of like he just produces these grooves and he just. He just moves along, moves along, and then I just sort of pop up in the studio and start warbling and, you know, just get into a bit of a groove. And we just, that was a very organic, you know, it was an organic process. It's like, here's the word. Let's just both go in there. You, Patty starts off with the music, Scotty gives me the words, and then we just kind of like play with it. And then we thought, I thought, oh, I think I need Scotty to do these bits because I'm just going to, it's just not going to. It's not going to feel soothing yeah. if I do it. So yeah, so that's how we we play with it. But it was it had to be that mellow kind of a um, hypnotic, yeah. you know, calming effect. And he just is just such a master. Yeah. He just is a real delight to work with as well. He's, you know, he's very um, he's a lot of fun and he's very reaffirming because you know. You can you can go into a studio and there he is doing his thinking. You think, oh my, I'm, I might stuff this up. <laughs> and you start having to go and go. Oh, I like that bit. Oh, okay, I'll carry on there. But yeah, it was fun. He's great. Yeah, Patty is great, and Megan is great too. Um, yeah, as we said before, vocally and, and and 
in terms of songwriting is so, so great. And I, I listened to some of her stuff this morning uh, with her band, and it was amazing. Uh, I'm just quickly one thing I wanted to touch on uh, <coughs> from from reading your press release was the our shared non-understanding and maybe not really liking of bagpipes and how you've learned to understand the bagpipes uh, after, you know, working w- with Megan and what they kind of represent to uh, colonised Scots and yeah. you know, you, how you kind of <clears throat> now equate them to the haka. Well, I did, you know, because we were working on this big collaboration, Indigenous Australians and Braybuck, the Scottish band, in my band, so you know, you had about 22 people involved, um, and then um, our mates said, "Go on, write some songs together, and you know, work out how you're going to do this show, this hour-long show on stage." And I was, and you know, the the guys start playing their bagpipes, and all of us are like ducking, going, "God, those are so bloody loud!" <laughs> and they've they've all got their little earbud things in. What do you call those things? That, so that, so that it dampens the sound yeah, yeah, yeah. for them, the ones that are playing it. <laughs> and I, I was just like, we we're like, oh, my God, how are we going to do this? Well, when once we sat down and talked, I mean, I love the sound of the bagpipes. I just couldn't figure out how we would gel it with our music, um, you know, with the kinds of elements that we have, but the didgeridoo, the um, yadaki from Australia, um, and haka and our music and vocals from Aotearoa, more tear tear style. So um, I think, you know, we just, I mean, I, I wrote a song, um, Patty and I and Scotty wrote a song called Water People, where we just created space because you couldn't really compete with the um, bagpipes. And, and we just gave them their own mana. And, and I think that they are so primal, they're so absolutely Scottish even though I know I've been to other countries like um, Hungary uh, where they have doodle sacks which are a a derivation of that Um, I went with someone from uh, I went with Richard Nunns and a couple of people from Otago University actually up to (laughs) Strakonichi that's where I heard about the doodle sack Um, so you know I understand the kaupapa um but I didn't realise that, you know, bagpipes had been kind of suppressed in um, Scotland. And um, But, yeah, they are, they are so quintessentially aligned with Scotland that it is like haka is with Aotearoa, you know. It's so primal and it's so proud and it's so like, here we are. Yeah. Here we are. Suck it up. This is us. I love it. Uh, and I love um, this track, uh, and I love you too. You're, you're oh, you're so kind. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for I love doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's so great to have you on the show again. I really appreciate it. Um, I really appreciate your art, uh, your the work you put in, and uh, and the things, uh, the new things that you bring to us, and and how it, how it kind of can inform and help us understand uh, what goes on in Aotearoa as well so thank you thank you for your support i really appreciate it and it was nice to put a track out it kind of reminded me what i really 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 like which is you know music and i'm and i miss that i mean covid's been a a killer 
yeah. um, that I miss um, performing and hopefully, you know, we, we get back into it soon. It'll yeah. be really So, yeah, I really appreciate your support and playing my music. Well, hopefully you'll come down south and play back at home in Invercargill at some stage and then and that will mean you'll have to come and see us too. I know. We did that a couple of years ago with our tour. My name is Moana and, yeah. oh, it was, so, it was so lovely. Yeah, I need to be doing that in Dunedin. Did we do it? I can't remember. No. But, yeah, it's overdue. We need to get out more. We need yeah. to get out more. That's right. Come yeah. see us, please. Okay. Oh, we well, at least we <laughs> to watch you on TV. Um... <laughs> Hey, once again, Moana, thank you so much. An absolute pleasure. Have yourself a, a wonderful day uh, and a wonderful Matariki, and hopefully we'll talk again soon. Kia ora. Mano atia Matariki. That's how we say, eh? Thank yes. you. Kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora. That was Moana Maniapoto from Moana and the Tribe on Maia, their new single, uh, and that was Jamie doing the interview. So without further ado, here it is, Moana and the Tribe, Maya with Megan Henderson. You're listening to Radio 191 FM. It is five minutes to nine. <laughs> That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.